Hi, you are listening to the Amazing Women Network podcast. I am your host, Bonita Owens, and this is episode four, Overcoming Imposter Syndrome. Before I get into that, I just want to share with you that um, this is my fourth episode, four of 365 episodes. I'm committing to do one episode per day for 365 days. It's crazy to me. I've never committed to do anything every single day that's outside of like, you know, hygiene or something like that or nutrition. Uh, (laughs) That's that stuff I don't have to think about. And um, I'm embarking in new territory. And I've always admired people who've done that. I I, uh, have someone that there's someone on Facebook that I follow and she has committed to 365 days of Facebook lives. And I thought, oh my gosh, that would be amazing to do. And uh, here I am doing podcasts. So I am nervous, but yet excited at the same time. Um, Because 365 days is a long time, but I'm already into number four. So, hey, it's going well. So I want, I've been um, sharing with you my journey and today I'm going to share with you my journey, but with a little, you know, a twist. So I've been talking about how I became a coach, how I became a speaker, why I decided to serve women. And now today I'm going to share with you some of the challenges that I've had with this new journey. A lot of times people talk about follow your passion and go for it and live your best life. And I am all about that life because I I tell people that all the time. And I think what happens though is that we don't talk enough about Okay, now that you're taking up on taking on this mantle, let me tell you what you're in in for. So, I want to share that with you because I am really passionate about women living their best lives, about going for it, living a bigger life, living a higher version of yourself and One of the things that we tend to deal with is the imposter syndrome. And I'm going to talk about this just in light of what I've experienced. I don't want to talk about necessarily the imposter syndrome in and of itself. Like I think later on, I will definitely talk about that. But I really want to talk about it in terms of how I was feeling when I first started the journey. And I really... Uh, I hope that it, it encourages you. If you, you know, want to do something different and you're you're afraid or you're, you're maybe you've embarked upon your journey and you're going through this and you really, you know, don't know how to talk to anyone else about it or you haven't really been able to, maybe you really haven't been able to articulate it um, really. At first, I wasn't able to articulate it. I knew how I felt. And my thoughts, 
And I did not know how to articulate it. And it is so freeing to have someone articulate what you're feeling and thinking. Like you, you feel it, you think it, but you don't have a label to put on it. And I think it's so important. One, it's always helped me to feel like I'm not crazy. You know, like something's wrong with me. Is something wrong with me? Because um, I'm thinking and feeling this way. Like is anyone else feeling this way or thinking this way? And it's always encouraged me to know, okay, it's normal. Other people think this way. Other people feel this way. I'm okay. I'm going to be fine. And I don't even know when I first learned the term imposter syndrome. Um, But I know that I've dealt with the feelings. So I'm going to get on with it. Um, So when I decided to embark on a journey of speaking and of coaching I had double I said triple quadruple probably imposter syndrome because I had a vision and I'm like well who am I you know I've always looked up to people who got on stage and could rock a stage and to compel people Oprah And you'll hear me talk about Oprah a lot because she is my virtual mentor. She's my best friend in my mind. She's my BFF. Like I see myself on Super Soul Sunday in the chair in front of the huge tree one day. I so do. So um, I love Oprah and I look up to her. I look up to her for so many reasons. And she's not the only one. And I really discounted myself from being thinking I could be a professional speaker. I don't know if I told. Well, I did. I did say this that at first, you know, I loved the 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 show starting over, and I thought, wow, you know, they must be perfect because they're helping people. <laughs> and I really felt like that as a speaker. I thought, well, shoot, you just really got to be, you know, your life must be a hundred percent perfect because you are on stage telling people you know um deep stuff so that means you must have it all mastered again ridiculous thought but my thought in an you know it, it it's real and so I never really thought that I could do be a professional speaker I knew that I had the skills to do it But in my mind, I put people that I admired on so much of a pedestal. And I really thought that the space between them and I was way too big. The gap was way too big. And that's a lot of times what happens is that people we admire that are doing the things. And if you hear a dog barking in the background, it's my neighbor's dog. Um, I'm hoping that he'll stop soon. Uh, And you may not hear it. I hope you don't. But I think what happens is a lot of times we put people on pedestals that we admire and we admire what they do and we admire their success. And we really start to put a wedge, a huge gap between them and us as if they are so much more different than we are. You know, um, 
much more different. I'm not sure that's correct English. So that we, we think that they're so unlike us. And now that I'm thinking of that, and I will have off the cuff in the moment thoughts and ahas. Shout out to Oprah again. Aha. Uh-huh. I I think that part of it is really like a crutch and an excuse for ourselves. Meaning that if I can put a huge wedge between you and I, if I, someone I admire, and I can put a huge wedge between us, and I can make us so different, then in essence, that would keep me from striving. That would explain why I'm not there, even though I want to be there. Now I'm striving, but even though I'm not there, I can say in my head, there's such a huge wedge between us. We're so different. You're better than I. You have something I don't, which is why you're there and I'm not there. And it can be something that we use as a crutch for our mediocrity, for our fear, for our lack of, you know, accomplishment or movement, if you will. And so I would discount myself. I would think, oh, I could never do that. And it's so funny thinking of it now because it's not that I didn't feel like I had the skill. I felt like I had the skill. I just felt that I didn't have the accomplishment. I didn't have the clout. I didn't have... Oh, great. Now the phone's ringing in the background. So as you know, I'm at home as you're listening. <laughs> so uh, it's either the dog or the phone. So I'm, I, I, the funny thing is I just moved into another room to get away from the dog. And then now the phone's ringing. So whatever. You can just feel like you're, we're talking on the phone, you and I, because we kind of are. So um, anyway, I really, so when I embarked on this journey, I was thinking, oh my gosh, who am I? Who am I to get on the stage and talk to people about being their best when I have so much more to go before I feel like I'm successful? Who am I? Because I look at these people's bios and they've done this and they've done that and they've built multi-million dollar businesses and they have, you know, done all these things and got all these awards and all these accolades. Who am I? My bio's pretty short. And I began to feel like I needed to do more to make myself feel worthy of what was in my heart to do. I wanted more training. I wanted to read more books. I wanted to watch more videos. There's so many things that I felt like I needed to do in order to validate who I am and what I have to offer. To the point where 
I would just be so nervous. And there's nervousness when it comes to getting up in front of people. That's normal nervousness. But no, like to a point where I wasn't comfortable. I wasn't comfortable because I was so busy being worried about being worthy to the people that I talked to. Feeling worthy. And I would shy away from certain from certain um, possibilities or or certain experiences or opportunities is the word I want to use because I'm like, oh no, I can't speak in front of those people. I can't, no, no, no. And I was really scared. Like I wanted to do it, but I was scared because I didn't quite feel Like I belong there. And I remember watching a video of one of my other virtual mentors, Cheryl Wood, who is a professional speaker. And I remember watching a video of her saying, you belong. I don't care how much experience other people have. I don't care what they've done. I don't care if you just started out. Know you belong. And when I tell you that brought me to tears, I that was what I needed. I needed to hear that one, the feelings that I was going through was normal. And two, I needed to hear that I belong. So maybe you want to embark on something. Maybe there's something that you want to do that feels so big. Or maybe there's people that you look up to and the wedge between you two seems so wide. It's like an ocean, maybe. Maybe it's as wide as a football field. I don't know, but I want you to know that you belong. Whatever it is in your your heart to do, know that you already have the ability. You already have the goods to get it done. And because you have it, it's yours for the taking. I had a revelation once that we really, I believe, That we really don't get a desire, a strong desire for something unless we already have what it takes to perform it. And I often think about a rocket scientist. I have no desire to be a rocket scientist. I have no inkling. I don't have the least bit of interest of being a rocket scientist scientist and it's a good thing because I don't even have the capacity but I do believe that I don't have the capacity because it's not in me to do now do I have the possibility I do I believe that our, our potential is endless and I also believe that there are specific things that are unique to us 
unique to our DNA, unique to the way we were made and shaped and created that is so different. And that is the path of least resistance. That is the path that you can easily walk through. Yeah, I could study hard and do all this stuff and maybe be a rocket science intern. Maybe. If I hard, if I work really, really hard. And I don't have the desire to do that. And you know, rocket scientists, they have the desire to be rocket scientists. And they have the capacity. I have a desire to transform lives through medium, through stage, through video, audio. That's what I have a desire for. And I have the capacity. So when you have a strong desire, don't discount whether you should do it or can do it or whether you deserve to do it. Know that you deserve to do it because you were designed for it. And know that those thoughts and feelings are so normal. And also know that the people you look up to once started where you did. I had a revelation once that, wow, I look up to Oprah and Oprah is not even who she, not even who she imagined. She is a different person than she even imagined she'd be. Oprah once was me. Just happy to make some money on television as she describes. She started off not being who she is now. Every person that we look up to started off on a day one, started off at a day four of their podcast, started off doubting whether they can really do this or not, even doubting whether they belong. So I truly believe that you and I are amongst good company If you've got a vision that's bigger than you are, you are amongst good company. And if you are a little nervous or a lot nervous or wondering, can I do this or who am I? You're in good company. Just embrace that and know that you belong. And imposter syndrome is like The difference between who you are and who you see other people to be. And we don't, we see other people to be something different than who they really are. We paint a picture of who they are. We paint a picture of their accomplishments and what they mean. We paint a picture of how perfect they are in every way. And have you ever met somebody or really talked to somebody you look up to? Sometimes it can just be a downer. Have you ever really spent time with somebody who you really looked up to and you you were like, really? This is the real you? This is you? You are normal. 
you're not a rock star like I thought you were. You're just normal. You have fears like I have fears. My, you put your shoes on one foot at a time just like I do. Wow, look at that. If we can just realize that those people are no different than we are, if we can close that gap and start to see that while they had to start at a point at the beginning, just like we are, just like you are. I, I, I think of Gary Vaynerchuk. He had a day four. He had a day four of something. When he started social media, everybody had a day one and a day four. So close the gap the mental and emotional gap and realize that we all have to start somewhere. And starting is the first step to your greatness. You'll never finish if you never start. Thank you so much for listening. Please follow me on Facebook at The Amazing Women Network. Also, I'm on Instagram at The Amazing Women Network. And I'd love to hear from you. Email me, bonita at amazingwomennetwork.com. Bonita, B-O-N-I-T-A, at amazingwomennetwork.com. And I always want you to remember one thing. You are significant. I see you. I will see you on episode five. Bye-bye.